Clap, no applause, just the clap. I am deaf. With me is. <laughs> this move. What? Do you want to do a soft open? No. We're doing a soft open. No. Fine. No. Start again. Oh no! Just go ahead. Fine, Doug. Say Welcome something. to No Applause, Just the Clap. I uh, fail. We actually have a guest today with us. Is my longtime friend Dave. Say hello. Uh, hello. Um, so we don't start off with something Dave can't talk about. We'll talk about it later. But I actually specifically wanted Dave to come on because he does have a lot of the same interests as us. But mostly because I know of your loathing of The Dark Knight Rises. Really? Loathing? It's truly... Ugh. If you're going to draw from the Batman mythos and the whole history, pick one spot to draw from. There's parts that are from year one all the way to Dark Knight Returns that, like, he stole from, put in the film. The, the whole thing was nonsensical. I thought that the idea behind the film was great to start with. When I, when it looked like they were going to do Nightfall, I mm-hmm. thought that was awesome. I was ecstatic. Conceptually, it's, it's mostly Nightfall. Yeah, well, it, 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 I thought the idea of like where having him... Where are, you, where are you pulling year one from? Um, well, uh, Holly. Catwoman and Holly. I mean, there's, okay, there's just little okay. bits and pieces... That, like, but I would, but from, I would, but I wouldn't say they like conceptually based a lot on year one. No, I mean, no, it was little nods from. Okay, it, it's definitely. I mean, like little nods from here, there, everywhere. Not only that, but like one of the biggest factors is you go on a rampage against crime because your parents get shot when you're a child. But some girl who you weren't technically involved with at the time dies, and you go away for eight years. What the hell is that? You don't think. But then you and then you get now, a knee brace and is... you're magically fixed. Uh, it's just it, oh the bat knee the magic bat yeah, knee, knee was, brace because he wasn't wearing it in Santa Prisa or where I, mean, I exactly. assume it was Santa Prisa. I mean, and, they and never then, call it that. But and then the whole um, look, again, I thought it was an awesome opportunity to do kind of a. An alternative Batman take, do it, putting someone else in the shoes of Batman as opposed to having Bruce Wayne walk. I've talked about this that I've like I I've wanted to see kind of the the Grant Morrison, um, Dick Grayson Batman yeah. come yeah, into play. which is something that you and I had actually really wanted for Batman Superman, but no, oh, then, they're not fucking doing that. Are and then they? the Joseph Gordon Levy is your real name's Rod. Oh God, I wanted. To- I liked it. Uh, it was horrible. My biggest, my two biggest bitches. I wouldn't say I loathe the movie. Um, no, my like, two biggest bitches were was something that I could feel from a foot and a half away anytime. Oh, it's your Southland tales. Oh, it's fucking ah! atrocious. We're it, not it, talking about Southland tales again. I I haven't gone to Southland tales no. because I wasn't a big. No, I'm just, not a big just, Kelly fan in general. No, I thought just, Donnie Darko. I still don't get it. Just, I still just no. Don't, just, just save don't yourself the time. Just, just okay. Uh, but I won't be able to watch Southland tales so that I'm not alone. The, um, I think after the first two films, which I thought were Dark incredibly is, is, well I done, I think it's one of like almost a perfect movie, mm-hmm. not a comic book movie, a perfect movie. Well, yeah. you know, if they hadn't lit Maggie Gyllenhaal from below, yeah, yeah, she was shot. Part of we talked about this because I mean, she looks good in everything else. She looks good in um, uh, what's the Will Ferrell one? Um, Stranger than Fiction. I mean, and even Secretary. Secretary. Yeah. Like I said. <laughs> You, can, you cannot light her from below. I realize you're going for gritty, but gritty doesn't mean making you, your you, actresses look horrible. And doesn't it make sense that 
James Spader's gonna be Ultron based on Secretary. They're like, yeah, you're kind of evil. Well, I hadn't thought about that before now, but now I'm loving the idea. Did you ever see the picture I posted? Oh, they know that casting news came out a while ago. Uh Yeah. And Paul Bettany, the voice of Jarvis, has been cast as the Vision. Yay! And you'll hear a few more spoilers, and this will be a spoilerific episode. Oh, so many spoilers! So many spoilers! But uh, uh, my biggest, uh, but I I didn't want to get off on a no, we'll circle back. Avengers thing. Uh, real quick, did you see the picture I posted? Speaking of when people met, uh, the picture from uh, Lesson Zero, where it's Robert Downey yes, Jr. I, and uh, James Spader. I went that awkward moment where you realize that Iron Man and Ultron have met before. You know, what's um, extra oh, funny wow. about that. I actually had a weird conversation about Less Than Zero last night. That's a fantastic movie. It is not. It is not a great translation from book to no, screen. No, it's not. It's not, not as English. good as American Psycho or there was another one that Brent that did with. Yeah, and Ellis, I want to say. Oh, yeah. there was... I didn't see either of the other two. The um, the Informers or... Um, what was the There other? was another one he did that, that kind of had this... It's Because American Psycho and Lessons Zero are in the same universe. Oh, awesome. yeah. One is the other one's Rules brother. Rules of Attraction. Rules of Attraction. The that one was that had all the teddy bears in really? different positions. Yeah, Rules of Attraction was and actually... They don't have a good track record with fucking... Um, what's his name either? Um... Uh, Fuck am I blanking out his name? He's one of my favorites. Uh, 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 the Road. Um, Cormac McCarthy. Cormac McCarthy. Hmm. No, but like I said, Rules of Attraction was actually pretty good. There is a ridiculously accurate and graphic suicide sequence in it. Yay. That was an ironic sad yay. So don't <laughs> give me that look. Like I said, and I was going to say, it's really interesting because you also have James Vanderbeek in that one actually mm-hmm. doing a pretty good dramatic role. Still didn't save him from the creek. No, no, it didn't save him. Um, but back to oh, my back my, to my issues Knight. with Dark Knight, uh, Dark Knight Rises rather. My biggest one was yeah the 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 always cited uh, autopilot. Oh, Jesus. Uh, and I'm not saying literally, but uh, in the movie, like let's talk about this nine different times, and then it's mysteriously fixed by the end. Like he just has to know. Are we Dad. not going to bring up the fact that Batman talks in his Batman voice when no one's around? And that most of the people that he associates with knows he's Batman. Like, tell me Lucius Fox doesn't know he's fucking mm-hmm. like come on. Bullshit. But anyway. Well, come on. And I think totally I think nice. I think Dark Knight Rises should have ended five seconds sooner. That's it. Five seconds sooner. Cutting out the the end scene Cut, of- cutting out the confirmation. I like no, that he no, goes back to the cafe and he goes, uh more- Stop it. Like pull, said, pull the, pull, do the Inception ending. No, we fucking I completely don't agree. Like I said, I think you should have had him seeing, say, the vague figure that may or may not be. It doesn't have to be... He has... Michael Caine has a reaction to seeing something, and then they cut to Selena Kyle and Bruce Wayne. I'm like, mm-hmm. chop, chop uh, uh, the Kyle Wayne stuff out. No. Done. I, I completely and agree. I, do they have kids? No, I, I was going to say, I don't... And does that her. become the Huntress and the Birds of Prey show? One can only hope. No. Kidding. No, they Kidding. can't, because that was a piece of shit. Kidding, Doug. Relax. But it did have Mia Sarah in it as Harley Quinn. Let that sink in. How? I never saw the Birds of Prey show. They had Mia Sarah. Mia Sarah as an aged Harley Quinn was uh, the that antagonist. That has got to be a significantly aged Harley Quinn. And it was Batman and Catwoman's daughter who has a meta gene that gives her cat powers. I'm very glad I missed that one. And, uh... This sounds really bad for me. Yeah, and Batman has left Gotham 
on some kind of spiritual sabbatical after the um, the killing joke paralyzation of, of Oracle of, of Barbara, Barbara Gold, Gordon. Gordon and Oracle becomes but like Black Canary was um, like a street orphan that had a metagene like it was fucking awful I, I got through it just to get through it just so I could say on an obscure internet quiz that I watched it all um, yeah it was it was not, a trial it was, it was, now, see, now I was going to say it was a superhero TV equivalent of watching RoboJocks, but RoboJocks was infinitely better than Birds of Prey. Oh, not, not good at all. RoboJocks, first movie I ever saw, Tiffany. I think, I think the big thing with the Dark Knight Returns for me is just like with all the promise that came with it. I remember one of the early, or Dark, Dark Knight Rises, um, one of the first stills that I saw was Bane holding Batman above his head, and I was like, yes, they're actually going to do, do the story, they're going to do it. And I was hoping that they would actually bring back you know, the Joker, bring back, have him run yeah. the gauntlet of all the characters, no, get beat the, up, in, and then kill, you know, break in, his back. In the novelization, they make um, they make a small reference to they make Joker's a small reference that um, to, yeah. that Arkham had been like a fire had started, mm-hmm. and it's a skeletal remains, and only one inmate's in there, and, and it's implied that it's the Joker just out. waiting um, for his time to He's pull blowing. another pencil yeah. trick. Um, Ta-da. Dude, the minute that happened, I was like, and they got it right. Like, done. I'm in. Um, weirdly, uh, the Joker ends up killing Bronze Tiger. From Era. Because that's, that's Michael J. White. That's actually a pretty good jumping Or Spawn. Point. Like I said, that's a... God, there's another horror. Wow. We don't talk about Spawn. What, you didn't catch that when I said Captain Crispy? That's what the clown calls uh, Spawn in the birthday party scene. Because I've memorized mm-hmm. Spawn. Because me. Because Why? Because me. Uh, that's a good jumping point to Arrow, actually. VHS. I was going to say VHS. <laughs> Betamax. I don't have any Betamax. It's before my time. That's before my time. Ouch. I feel significantly older. I had a beta. It's younger. I don't think that's fine. So, so Arrow. Arrow. So. You know things are bad let's when start. I'm the responsible one that keeps things on track. Well, you're the street man. I'm the color commentator. Like I said, you know things are bad when I'm the responsible one. You know, when this show originally started out, we didn't want a whiteboard because we just wanted to have the Mobius strip of what our talks are. But we didn't never. Didn't go well. Yeah, no. Didn't go well. It ended up just 20 minutes of me talking about Batman, and we never got to whatever we wanted to talk about. Um, so the whiteboard, like this show. Like I said, the whiteboard was instituted. So, Arrow. So, let's start with, uh, if, if you don't mind. I don't know. Um. Dave, you just started watching season one, yep. so kind of let's start from the beginning, and then one. you and I'll uh, I'll take on the end. So um, season one, I personally feel like I was so glad I waited so I could binge watch it because I don't think I could have stayed interested watching it week to week to week. I actually agree with that. The first uh, once I got past like the first five or six episodes, that the I was pretty much sucks stuck. You in. Yeah, it's, and it's the not even story what's going on in Starling City. Part of it. Well, that's the, the thing island. is that, and also with our non-turned Michael, yeah, mm-hmm. with our non-turned Michael, it didn't give a fuck about what was going on in the present. He just wanted to know everything that happened on the what island. What led to yeah. what's what is going on in the present, and, and it's five years of story. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, did like, anybody? It, it's been a while since you watched this. Nobody else thought it was hilarious that they must have blown so much of their budget getting the car for Tommy to drive in the pilot. <laughs> Because it was like some ridiculous supercar mm-hmm. that's like I don't know how many millions of dollars. Yeah, but if they get what like some kind of uh, promotional consideration, cars like that don't need a promotional consideration. 
Sorry. My point, I guess. I don't, I don't remember the here. pilot that well. We don't talk about Tommy, because who gives a shit? And he's dead. <laughs> oh, now it's dead. Thanks, Doug. Never liked well, Tommy. Don't care. And he wasn't Merlin. Okay. I, Doug and I have always been giant fans of John Merriman. Mm-hmm. And he is hilarious in everything except, except this. Arrow. Yeah. Oh my god. He's that not like... funny at all in Arrow, which is well, fine. Well, depends on your sense of humor. I find it which is funny because the first time they did the reveal on him. showing up and going, I'm just going to stir this pot of shit and then bow back out. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> awesome. Which is funny because the first time that they did the reveal on him, I'm like, dude, he gay. He rule gay. No, John Berryman. He's extremely gay in yeah. real life, so no, it's always oh, funny. I was, was going to say, oh yeah. He's, he's, super, he's so super I think gay. he pretty much plays himself in Doctor Who. Yeah. Not Torchwood, but Doctor Who. Yeah. Well, Captain Jack. No, I, yeah, I don't see him being very much Captain Jack Torchwood in his so like, not life. Where he's not but quite like, as emotionally... Yeah, he like he's not as brooding and not as, yeah. you know, tortured and guilty. But Captain Jack from Doctor Who... Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty much that's that's. I will put my penis in anything that moves. He has been with his same partner for quite some time. And even time if it now. doesn't, they'll make arrangements. Yeah. Like I said, but I mean, he was quite Scott the four in his the younger his days. All right. Okay. Many great stories about transatlantic flights. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, no. Like I said, a lot of podcasts on that one. <laughs> he pops up on Nerdist a lot, and he does uh, pop up on Nerdist a lot. Drawing, yeah, and the drawing first... dicks on G four. Oh, no, that was Matt Myra, but that it was, was... He was there. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, no, in the first season, they have, like, all of the stuff... Okay, it doesn't happen until the second season, but there's... You know what? I'll have to wait to talk about this. There's a part in the second season where they've got uh, Sarah in the actual Queen Mansion, and she's walking around this table that has all of these photographs on it, and there's a photograph of the Queen's Gambit on the fucking table. Like, why wouldn't you, why? Like, why would you have that up? I'm going to have a photograph of the yacht that my husband, and I thought my son drowned on. Let's that put it in the That I bombed. Yeah. It's implied that, like... That she, that, she was that, responsible. Yeah, she that, that, uh, uh, yeah, what, that What's she the mother's said, name? Myra. That Myra uh, sabotaged. That Myra, Myra Queen, and, um, yeah. That she sabotaged, and I'm like, please, let's put this picture in the foyer. Well, they're still mad about her. It was a nice like boat. The on my mind. Pretty much, yeah. And um, if you remember, one of my bitches about the first season of Arrow was the eye makeup they have on him, because he doesn't get the mask until later on. And I'm like, I make up on. No, that was very, if you read... Um, I make up on. I make up on. I make up on. And, and you're going to hear me say a character name, but the character was actually named after the writer. Um, if you read Andy Diggle and... Oh, God, who was the artist on that? Jock? Um, I believe it was Diggles and Jock's Green Arrow Year One. Um uh, uh, which the the island thing plays a lot on that. Okay. Um, he actually uses like berries or something. I am to... fine with that. The problem was my issue that who gives, him, who gives him the mask? Short... Was it the flat? Was it Barry it was... Allen? I think Barry Allen gives him the mask later on. I don't think I uh-huh. it's been it's been a while since I watched that episode. Because they they they've incorporated it into the opening um, opening Sequence. crawl and yeah and I'm like I'm like I'm pretty because I'm pretty sure like Barry saved him and said here this will help. You know, like, the, the scene like, where he finally gets shot by his mom, and he's in the back of Felicity's car. Yeah, oh. and yeah, it's the eye makeup on, eye makeup off thing. I'm just like the yeah, the, the inconsistencies. Um, it's a CW show. You gotta give them at least a little. At least they're work. not teens. Yes. Um, now we talked. And I really we, wish they'd let Felicity loosen up and be a little bit more of herself. 
because you they, see that when Barry Allen comes in. But no, I'm just saying they have her so like her hair is always tied up and she's always very very buttoned down until they have the episode with the necklace when you actually get to see her, you know, all mm-hmm. dolled up. Well, and you see her kind of start to kind of break that that strict manner when you have her spoilers, Dave. So many spoilers. Um, sorry, Dave. When she reveals to. Um, she finds out Myra's secret about Thea and reveals it to Oliver. Um, that's not spoiling anything, so I'm not going to say specifically what it is. But, uh, um, and, and, and to have, and to have um, Felicity caught up in that weird uh, love triangle between not only um, all, uh, Ollie and um, Isabella Rosechef. Um, played by Summer Glau, yeah. um, but also I love when how angry she was at him when he banged her for the first time in Russia. Oh, she was so angry. You have I I need to I'm gonna spoil something for you, but I want I want you to know so we can kind of see where mm-hmm. you and I are at on that one um, <clears throat> with Isabella Rostchev. But um, uh, and then uh, the the love triangle between Felicity, uh, uh, Ollie, and uh, and Black Canary and, yeah. and Sarah. Um, like Sarah, uh, Felicity starts like working out and doing martial arts all of a sudden, and you're like, oh, for fuck's sake. And then Felicity ends up saving uh, uh, Canary yeah, from, um, yeah. not Deadshot, but it's uh, someone else with a gun. Is it, is it Nisa? Is it uh, the devil's daughter, I want to say? Uh-huh. And, and the whole thing with she gets trained by the League of Assassins. Yeah, which I'm, I'm sure you'll appreciate. You seem to have the almost an equivalent um, comp knowledge that I do. Not in a condescending way, but I rarely run across people with, yeah. Gee, you guys wonder why I've been trying to get you in the same room for a while? Um, but they, they that uh, Malcolm Merlin, I don't know if he says it in the first season or not. No, I think he says it in the second season. Uh, as does Black Canary that they trained in Nada Parvat. And I'm like, oh! And they go, well, death means something else. I'm like, well, because that's where dead man's from. Um, who's, you know, sort of dead. Um, and, uh... But did you notice in the first season uh, where the... He doesn't say that until the second season because he's trying to blackmail my Right, right. But uh, in the first season, did you notice where the earthquake machine was from? Mm. From Markovia. Yeah. Which is home of Geoforce. Um, Who's like, he's a, 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 what do they call those? Um, uh, Not tarot, man. uh, uh, Geomancers. Okay. No, Geo... Geokinetics. Okay. Is that what they're called? I think so. Yeah. Um, the cock and bull's kind of mucking up a bit of my superpowers um, directory, but uh, uh, it's but interfere. And so, I want to get into season two uh, real quick, uh, if that's all right. Oh, that's fine. Uh, uh, spoilers do not bother me. I no, see a lot of people they, like they oh, do God, me, you they it do for me really bad. Well, that's I one will... of the reasons why Doug and I get along so well though is because spoilers don't bother me, so we can go. See so something. I can go see something and get excited and go. I need to talk to someone and you don't care. Yeah. Um, I'm very good at. Uh, yeah, I'll still watch. I mean, yeah. if it's something worth watching, I'll still watch it regardless, and it doesn't ruin it for me. And I actually just changed my mind from something. Not uh, uh, I, I, I shouldn't say I changed my mind. I kind of corrected myself, um, which I didn't say out loud. So I don't know why I just said it out loud now. Um, <clears throat> so Slade is a goddamn badass in season two. You know, I mean, you know who Slade is. Yeah, you know, and that was my big thing on the island was like that opening shot of the mask with the arrow through uh-huh. it. And He's I'm going been waiting and waiting. Deathstroke and waiting. is one of my. I say this what every couple weeks on the show. Deathstroke is one of my favorite characters ever. I, I love him. Um, and we'll get into another of my favorite assassins later. 
Um, but uh, it turns out uh, uh, Isabel Rostchev was a double agent and was set up to take down Queen. And I'm thinking, I don't know how far you read into uh, pre-New uh, 52. I haven't, I haven't but, really read much over the last 15 years in terms of Okay, books. so you, okay, so this might be, um, you may not know that uh, Deathstroke is, well, you probably know Deathstroke has a series of children. Yeah. Because you probably would have read the Teen Titans with Jericho. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a daughter named Rose, who... Yeah, well, you know Ravager. We got we got one of our hero books. That was the one. we got the hero. Oh, maybe that was the one with the butt crack. Yeah, there was the one with the butt crack. That was the one with the butt crack. Well, we have a we we call it the underwear check. You can tell if the character's wearing underwear or not in hero clicks on whether or not they have a butt crack. And uh, this awesome. one did, did, but and I would say in character, Rose Wilson is going commando. That doesn't surprise me. She's a bit of a wild card, a bit of a loose cannon, as you'd imagine. Um. So I'm thinking that Isabel Rostchev might actually be uh, the Rav- the Ravager. Ravager. I think she might be Wilson's daughter and... Ooh, then she's going to go commando. <laughs> Way to go, Summer Glow. Yeah. Oh, see? Wow, you're thinking about it. Only because now I'm torn between Summer Glow and, and Karen Gillan. Um, <laughs> I'm still Karen Gillan. Um, she was really good in the Knights of that ass. Who? Oh, yeah, Summer Glow. Oh, God, she was great. Her and her brother were hilarious. Knights of Bad Aston. If you haven't seen it, it's uh, Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn, um, Peter Dinklage, mm-hmm. um, Summer Glau. I think there's some. Danny Pudi has a. Danny Pudi's in, in it. Okay, no, there's, you know no, there's one other. Who's the, who's the the DM is, or the whatever the the DM guy is, is somebody. Um, yeah, but it's not. I was going to say the, the pieces aren't coming. Oh, the DM is. Um, uh, he's on. Um, Arre- uh, not Arrested Development. He's on uh, Always Sunny. Um, he plays the really creepy, like um, antagonist of the bar, and I can't think of the guy. But he's he's in a bunch of stuff, and he's really funny. He's in things. He's in okay. stuff. Um, the internet, tell me I'm wrong. I know that that'll happen. Um, It'll come back. And uh, but yeah, basically a bunch of larpers accidentally actually summon a real demon. <laughs> no, it's it's pretty awesome. That it's awesome. yeah, it's and Brian Pesayan has a great cameo in it. Yeah. Is yeah, Ryan Quanan or Quanan or whatever his name is. Jason from True Blood. Yeah, Jason from True Blood. Much easier to say. He's the lead. Yeah, he's the lead. He's awesome. Yeah, I will find that. Well, continuing on our comics. Uh, Dave, a while ago you lent me Mark Wade's King to Come. And oh, I by s- the way, hold on real quick. Slate, this is why Slade's an awesome asshole. Because the last episode you saw before they took a week off was Slade going up to Laurel's apartment after he has been associated with the kidnapping of Thea, who has since been released. But he walks into Laurel's apartment, she's like, oh my god, and she tries to shut the door, and he goes, no, no, no. Like, I'm, I'm just here to talk. And she's like, I don't want to talk to you. And he goes, you don't want to talk to me because, you know, the people that you're, the people that are protecting you, they're not what they seem. And she goes, I don't know what you're talking about. And he just goes, all of a queen's the arrow and then just turns around and walks away doesn't stand there to gloat has no other machinations other than that just goes well, you know, it's he's the arrow and what and i'm like you know, balls of steel it's always a lot more badass if you don't look back god damn and slade does not look back mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so slade is an awesome asshole do i get to move on now Yes. Like I said, Dave, you let me in Mark Wade's uh, King to Come, which I haven't had a chance to read yet. However, when I showed it to Doug, 
Doug totally had a little bit of a nerd boner. Of course, it's Kingdom Come. Um, it's uh, not Kingdom Come. That's the sequel. No, uh, no, Kingdom Come was the one that was the first. The the Kingdom is the sequel. Yeah. Uh, the the. It's Mark Wade doing it all, but it's. Uh, um, is it Alex Ross's artwork in this? No, 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 no. Um, Frank, well, no, the Kingdom Frank, was Frank, the. It was the sequel. Was the series. It was. A, yeah, it was it a four-issue, six-issue. Uh, Frank Quitely does the Offspring, um, Plastic Man issue. I'm trying to think of some of the other artists on there off the top of my head, but I can't. Frank Quitely's art just pops mm-hmm. in my head because I loved him on The Authority, um, and uh, whatever else he did with Mark Miller. Um, that's Frank Quitely do. He did Transmet for a little while mm-hmm. for a villain. Um, I love Kingdom Come. Um, I, it's, it's up there with Watchmen, with Dark Knight, mm-hmm. uh, Dark Knight, uh, is it Dark Knight, I want to say, is it Dark Knight Strikes, Dark Knight Returns, Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight Returns. Because Dark Knight Strikes Back, back was is, the, or, the sequel that he put out, like, 20 years later. It's Miller, man. You either get art or story, never both. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's up there with that, it's up there with, I'm trying to think, well, we, and this will kind of be a lead-in, we talked about, um, and I might be a little confused, Internet correct us if we're wrong. Yeah. Um, I said that, and this is based on a Mark Wade interview, and I'm a huge Mark Wade fan. Well, yeah, because um, you're trying to get me to read Empire. But nobody, I loved Empire. But nobody has um, it, so I have to go on a search for it. I'm trying to think if I got the singles. I don't I don't know if I do or not. Um, and the, you missed, when you hear our, our, our cushion episode, um, you'll hear about how I've spent a lot of my disposable income when I was with a girlfriend at the time. Um, spending all my money on back issues of The Flash, filling out, I wanted the entire Mark Wade run of, of the um, Wally West stuff. Well, that's uh, one of your seminal runs, oh, though. Just, the Dead Heat, Race Against Time, um, when he talks about writing, um, I believe he wrote Dead Heat to the, the score of, um, uh, what was the Seven Samurai Western? Um, uh, the the Magnificent Seven. Yeah. Um, he talks about writing to that, and I was like, Oh, writing to a thematic like soundtrack like that makes total sense. That's why when I write KBACN, you see me listen to uh, I listen to weirdly enough uh, Dark Knight uh, and Dark Knight Rises, uh, the Hans Zimmerman score, um, until I get to uh, specific emotional scenes. In which case, I switch to either the Fight Club soundtrack or uh, Nine Inch Nails' Ghost Volumes One Through Four. You should also try listening to the Fountain soundtrack when you write. You know that movie got recommended to me right after Charlotte and I broke And up. I told you not to watch it right uh, after Heather Sensen told me not to I'm watch like, it. I'm like, nope. She was like, oh, never mind. I was like, well, no, I want to see it. I like Darren Aronofsky. And she was like, no, you're not. Yeah, no. You watch it in a couple of years when you're not up. Heartbroken. Crying, huddling mass that plays uh, Dire Straits nonstop. Yeah, that's the reason I hate Dire Straits. Because we were working together at the time. He broke up with this girl and he kept playing Romeo and Juliet a lot. And I associated it with him having sand in his vagina. <laughs> oh my god. So mopey. It was like me, that. It was me, like, me, it was me. Romeo and Juliet and Jets of Brazil. Like, that's all I listened to for like three weeks. And just drank. <laughs> that's all I did. I think that's when uh, you and I started doing our, our now legendary car bomb races. Uh, well, that started with me, me and, uh, and Rachel Westforth. Um, and I'm sure she won't be, you know, dropping no. that name on that one. Um, White Rachel. Is it Ra- who was Black Rachel? No, I think Westworth was Black Rachel, and White and White Rachel was the Rachel we had to fire. You've, you've seen uh, you've seen C Lab, haven't you? Oh God! Exactly. Like With the said, whole uh, yeah. White, White Debbie, Debbie Black, Black Debbie. Debbie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I ended up doing that on. 
one of our variants. It was the Scarface variant because it was you in black and then you in white, and I had white Deb. And then I was like, no, 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 it's gonna be white Debbie and black Debbie, based on your clothes color. Uh, and I sent, I think I sent you the picture of it. Yes, you did. There was a black Stormy. Um, We're ever gonna get back to Kingdom Come. Yeah. So um, I th- we ended up talking about which came off first, air. Yeah. Marvels uh, or or Kingdom Come. I remember in an interview with Mark Wade that I, I think I read where he talks about his um, character trajectory. He talks about, yeah, we had just done Kingdom Come. It was Gangbusters. Um, and I'll tell you what the Alex, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, Mark Wade said, and then we can talk about it, where he goes, and then Alex Ross went on to do Marvels, and I went on to do Exo Man War. Oh. Yeah. That was awesome. That was That's exactly the direction I wanted. comic book. Oh, God. Uh, that was, that wasn't, was that, was that Valiant or Acclaim? Yeah, it was Valiant. Was it, it Valiant? Was, oh, it was so with mad. Magnus, Robot Hunter, uh, mm-hmm. Robot Fighter, and, um, and... That was an imprint that was just... Oh, oh God. They didn't have a single good book. Not um, that I can think Was of. it Adam, Man of the... No. Um, Solar, Man of the Adam wasn't that bad. Okay, it's, when you have to say something wasn't that bad, you're really dead. But my voice didn't go up. It wasn't like, it wasn't that bad. Like, I didn't do that. Like I said, you're really digging, though, to find something uh, passable to say. It it was like when Marvel did, what was that, the new universe? Mm-hmm. Ugh. It was, Even Warren Ellis was, couldn't make it good. That's wow, how that's, bad. That's Warren went, Warren went in and rebooted it, and I don't think it lasted longer than eight issues. Yeah. It didn't go long. No, it didn't. Ouch. And that's Warren. I mean, the guy brought it down like a street level, almost authority type, mm-hmm. um, and could not do anything with it. Haven't heard back from him about his Moon Knight run. That, that ought to be interesting. <clears throat> no, it's, I, I was almost <laughs> positive that Marvel's led to... I Because Alex Ross was... All he did at that point, he did Marvel's, and then he just did covers. He didn't actually do any real books, and then I thought Kingdom Come was the one that it was promoted as being Alex Ross does DC, which... See, I imagine Marvels came afterwards, um, and I don't know what, 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 let me see the whiteboard real quick. Um, you don't need to add anything. Um, what is Shallot? Oh, Shield. Shallot? Misspelled silicone. Um. Thanks, dick. Yeah, there's no E. The silicone you got in there is like cocky. Mm-hmm. And there'd be another eye. You guys done being dicks? No. Have you listened to the podcast? Okay, crap, there's nothing I can have you guys talk about while I... Um, talk about why you gave her uh, Kingdom Come. That's good. Oh, just, I mean, she started talking about... Um, oh, I asked you about Empire. Mark Wade Mark with Wade. Empire. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, was I, well, you... here's a Mark Wade story that's incredible. I mean, it's, and the art and the just... artwork is unbelievable. The cool, I think one of the coolest things that I thought about Kingdom Come, similar to like why I like Arrow, there's so many little Easter, Easter eggs. eggs, so many little allusions to minutiae in the DC universe. You just looking at the paintings, it's almost as fun to find little minutiae that he throws in characters that have absolutely nothing to do with the story, but they're in the background and that type thing. Yeah. And it's it's all painted. So it's it's absolutely unbelievable. Marvel's dead come before uh, Kingdom Come. Okay. It was it was uh, Marvel's was ninety four. Kingdom Come was uh, ninety six. The cool thing I thought about the, between the Sorry, two, I had, to, I had to look that up while we were talking. That's about fine. It. As opposed to doing 
the same thing he did with Marvels, where the Marvels was early Golden Age, Silver Age type he stuff. He jumped to this. He jumped future. to like the post, you know, post apocalyptic future, which and painted the picture for. Um, they did. They had the 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 JSA just did, or not just did. It was um, I think three years, four years ago, maybe no, three years ago, maybe where they started introducing. Um, no, maybe four years ago. They started introducing Kingdom Come characters from the future, and it's like. You start to see, instead of Magog, you see Gog. Gog. You see um, Kingdom Come Starman, um, Kingdom Come Superman pops up and starts helping the Justice Society against, you know, and they're like, what happens? And he's like, I, we can't talk about it, but don't ever go to camps type of thing. That's awesome. When, yeah, like, and when you read it, you'll know what a, it's, it's very early on in the comic, but yeah, don't go to camps. Um, actually, that book made me like Superman. Well, I was never yes. a Superman fan. The, that the Kingdom Come made me like Superman. Well, they had it, it's like Mark Waid kind of really hit the nail on the head with having him be in that Albert Albert uh, uh, um, holographic, but having him be in that farm where it's like he's like I'm. This is what I would do if I wasn't Superman. Mm-hmm. I would have a farm and I'm lifting a tractor and there's a cow. Um, I'm going to fix Kansas. I'm gonna. Nobody yes. can fix Kansas. Especially not their after school what board, happens here. Not God. <laughs> no, I mean, I just... I, Superman was always one of those characters that I just I was, never I could get into. I was going to say fairly indifferent. I have I have a pitch for Superman on my computer. That and Lois Lane always bothered the crap out of me. When when when, when Green Arrow calls him the big blue schoolboy, that was... In Dark Knight Returns, I was like, that is exactly why I... Oh, that, that like, thing's been around for... I mean, that and the, the, the big red cheese mm-hmm. for um, uh, Shazam or Captain Marvel. Um, yeah, I never... I have a pitch for Superman where literally the end of the idea just says, and then Batman fixes it or something, or like someone comes in and, and kind of helps him through it, because this I'm like... the goddamn Batman... This would not be the goddamn bat. Well, I mean, I, yeah, uh, my Batman would say the goddamn Batman. Um, I, do you know the goddamn Batman thing? Um, Miller, uh, they started all the All Star series, which is kind of their ultimate uh, continuity. Okay. They did uh, Grant Morrison and Frank Quitely did uh, All Star Superman, which if you haven't read, highly recommend. It's a massive, uh, wet, sloppy blowjob to the Silver Age, and it's fantastic. Um, but uh, they had Mark Miller, uh, Frank Miller uh, write and Jim Lee draw All-Star Batman and Robin. And uh, according to Miller... He's introducing Robin to the Batmobile? And, yeah. And what basically Miller said, this is the Dark Knight Batman at the beginning of his career. Like, where you're going to see... And he, he basically effectively kidnaps... Uh, Dick Grayson from Corrupt Cops and he's like what the hell am I in and he goes he's, it's the Batmobile and he goes call your car the Batmobile and there's this great scene where Batman goes I'm the goddamn Batman I'll have my goddamn car whatever I goddamn want I'm the goddamn Batman that's awesome goddamn Batman became went fucking like viral I've got a background on my computer that says it meme. you know it's like one of those motivational posters and it says because he's the goddamn Batman <laughs> I even have a uh, goddamn Darkwing Duck picture. I mean, it went everywhere. Awesome. Um, I'll have to read those two runs. You know, I everyone, start reading everyone fucking pooped their pampers over it, but now it's like you read it and you go, yeah, is it that bad? Batman. I mean, once again, Miller, you get story or art. Well, mm-hmm. he's not drawing it. Jim Lee, and who's gonna knock Jim Lee art? No one. No one. Jim Lee's Batman's excellent. I, it's 
I the think boots. the character lends the to... The boots are just... He draws every fucking tread on a combat mm-hmm. boot. And you're like, I never thought of it before. But yeah. Um, and this is... We were talking about this off air in Depths of Save the Magic. Great, but that was more story, less art. Yeah, I... Yeah, Wildcats was one of those... I. I have the Wildcats um, Cyber Force crossovers, which I really liked. I like I like uh, uh, Mark Silvestri's art a great mm-hmm. deal. And I think Mark Silvestri had a better eye towards writing early on in, mm-hmm. in Image than um, than Jim Lee. I think the best writer on the original Image crew was was Eric Larson. But oh, Savage Dragon. Oh yeah. Um, but I, I, you know, hard pick to, to pick the best artist out of the original Image crew. Not um, Lee Field. Not Lightfield, no, but and probably not like Wills Perticio. I mean, no. you just. I, I thought but that, I mean, when you have McFarlane, Lee, mm-hmm. and and um, who are we just talking about? Uh, Mark Silvestri. You know, I mean, yeah, it's I like those two were incredible artists. And then uh, McFarlane was like, "Well, I kind of suck at story writing, so I'm going to have Neil Gaiman, Frank, uh, yeah, Frank Miller, uh, Adam, uh, Adam, uh, Adam, uh, uh, Alan Moore, and uh, what's his name that did a service? Um, uh, I want to say Phil Sims, but I'm not sure that's right." Um, whatever his name is, Sims, that did Cerberus, the little hard oh, yeah, talking, yeah, Dave Sims, Sims. Dave Sims. Had them come in to, like, well, he built story. his chops. Yeah. I'm sorry. To do story. Yeah, yeah and Spawn. it's still one of my favorite covers with Spawn and, and, Cerberus, and Cerberus on the cover, and he goes, gah, color! Because mm-hmm. um, it's a, you know, oh, I loved it. Um, not to, to curb your enthusiasm, but if we're going to get through some other topics, we got to move on, and I know you want to talk about Captain America. Okay, real quick, Jim Lee was the guy that got me into it really into comics was yeah, the, the, the 90s X Men moment with oh, Jim Lee where you're like I'm never gonna be as good as Jim Lee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had that weird moment. That was in art school. The one argument I will give against Jim Lee is I, th- I play variant covers on Jim Lee. Pockets, giving the X Men pockets. That too. Um, Rob Li- Rob Liefeld gave him tits, but Jim Lee gave him pockets. Gave him tits and twelve inch waists. Well, that was. Did you ever see that Heroes Reborn picture of Captain America, where he's got tits? Mm-hmm. Ugh, Jesus, fucking life field. So Captain America. Speaking of Captain America, this one doesn't have tits. This one's got balls. Balls made out of America and steel and awesome. America. America. This. I we uh, Deb. I assume you've seen Winter Soldier as well. I did. I went and went with a group on. Uh, I was going to say Monday and went and saw Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, I read the books. I read the the Brubaker, um, Steve Epting run. Fell in love with the Winter Soldier. You've always been in love. With yeah, Winter I've always Soldier. been in love with the Winter Soldier. Um, so I was very excited to see once again, like I said earlier, my, my you know another favorite assassin character come in, um, especially in the trailers where Captain America throws a shield and turns and, around and, and turns and, and, the, and the Winter Soldier catches it. And you're like, oh shit. Um, That's how you know it's about to go down. Yeah, it's it's on like Donkey Kong at that point, and really that's pretty much yeah. I mean, just that scene of when the mask finally comes off, it's and this is straight from the comic. Spoilers, so many spoilers. So many, yeah. Well, I'm gonna rumble. I'll write spoilers fairly. Yeah. And he goes, Bucky, and he goes, who the hell is Bucky? And I was like, that was from the comic. Like that is the exact scene, Bucky. Who the hell is Bucky? And he just runs off. Okay, I have a styling question, though. Captain America comes back from cryo, and his hair's exactly the same. Why does Bucky have long hair? Because he spends time outside of cryo-freeze, and probably they don't care about his haircut as much as they care about his brainwashing, obviously. 
thigh. But it was just one of those things. I'm like, what does he have long hair? But Captain America. I think Captain America. Like I think I think the 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 I mean, the Vita serum literally made his made his hair that way. Sorry, what? You're marketing to people who aren't necessarily comic geeks, too. Well, yeah, but it's just like I said. Is it is it to make the difference between the two a little bit more visually striking? Is it to kind of cue probably it probably to show that like it's it's a more mature character that he's not like I said crew cut. You know, he's he's not the little kid anymore. He's not Bucky. He's and this is coming from someone who has not seen the film yet. But I mean, you've got Steve Rogers who is still living in the forties, and my understanding with how they're playing the Winter Soldier is that he's more modern. He's more now, so I mean, there's that aspect. Oh, he's too. up on his guns, that's for sure. He likes guns. Even when he became Captain America in the comics, he carried a gun and knives. And he likes knives. Um, apparently, uh, Sebastian Stan, while not shooting, uh, had like a plastic like prop knife and would practice like moving with it so it would be more natural when he got into those fucking awesome fight scenes with Captain really, America. Really, good fight choreographing this entire movie. And who directed the movie. It's yeah. someone that you and I have uh, kind of a, a, a I would say a, an, an interest in, but we've we've seen a lot of their work. Well, it wasn't Zack Snyder. That's no, it was uh, Joe and Anthony Russo. Yeah, the Russo, the Russo brothers. The Russo brothers who did a lot of um, Community, um, <laughs> which is why Danny Pudi has a cameo. Which I was gonna say, I almost texted you while I was watching it. We're like. No, I'm oh, sitting in the Captain row America. with three other people, and two of the three with me are big community fans. We're all like, <gasps> and he has, it's not even like a, like, he's got lines. Um, also, Stan Lee's cameo in this movie, hilarious. Not as good as, was so it the one fired. in Iron Man 2 where they mistaken for Hugh Hefner? That was probably the best Stan Lee cameo um, in my book. I don't know, I like him as a security guard, and after Captain Murica sneaks into the Smithsonian and steals his original uniform... Now see, this is what Stanley I don't get. Stanley walks through and sees the empty mannequin, he's like, I am so fired. <laughs> see, this is my thing. I understand that Captain America goes like, well, you're gonna go to war, you're gonna wear a uniform. Yeah. But why would he grab the 1940s, what looks like a padded Captain America costume that a kid would wear... Versus his something from and the Roger say, Corman film. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Roger Corman didn't do Captain America. Well, no, he did Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four. Um, but the Captain America was still really, yeah, really bad. fake ears. That's all I'm going to say on that one, guys. Fake ears. Uh, uh, um, it was like JD Salinger's son or something. Oh God. Um, was was yeah. It was ugh, moving on. I just remember him running down the same hallway over and over. And over in the the eighties one or in oh no because you haven't seen Winter Soldier I was like what, no did, no I'm talking about the eighties rated the hallway hallway running joke guys um, or Kubrick could have gone Kubrick yeah. on that one um, I don't remember who directed it um, I hope they're all burning in hell or have had their hands horrible trouble. yeah um, anyway uh, I don't know why he has to steal. That costume, when he... I guess he doesn't have access to S.H.I.E.L.D. at that point, does he? No, he would have to do because he, access he, to S.H.I.E.L.D. Because when Bucky Buchanan was Captain America for a while, Steve uh, Rogers worked in S.H.I.E.L.D. wearing a costume very similar to the first costume you see Captain America in, what's called the Super Soldier um, costume, which I liked a lot more. He looks really good in the Super Soldier um, costume. And not just because he looks good all the time. Yeah, Chris Evans? Yeah. I guess I did... Woo! I'm in really impressed with Chris Evans' range. You know, what's interesting is that he said after he finishes his contractual obligations... He's going, he's going back to directing. He's going to go back to straight directing, no more acting. 
Which is he's taking a break from acting. I was going to say, which is interesting, simply because... But it won't be until, like, 2017. Well, you know, if he has a problem, we'll just do the same thing they did to Robert Downey Jr. and back, back that money truck, back that back money truck, truck up, money up, up, up to uh, his house. Uh, <laughs> beep, beep. Yeah. Maybe I'm not that old. Exactly. Um, so he broke his ankle in Iron Man 3. Who gives a shit? Money Why heals would up. that be the one you break your ankle on? Come on! Still not a fan. Um... Well, excuse me. It's a black it, guy and a white guy having an, an, an ending of a movie around Christmas time on a boat. Have I guns. seen this movie before? I yes. have. Thanks, Shane Black. Weapons. One, two, three. No, one, three. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Well, if Val Kilmer was black, it would have been kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Still a minority. Gay Perry. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have a gun in there. I thought it was a gate thing for a second. Uh, I'm always reminded of the Christopher, what is it, uh, the Chris Cox um, quote from, weirdly enough, Shane Black written movie, um, uh, The Long Kiss Goodnight, where uh, he has a gun hidden in his crotch, and he goes, yes, when a male frisks a male, they are often very hesitant to, like, search the crotchal area. Crotchal? Or whatever he says. Nobody says crotchal except you and I. Crotchal? Yeah, the crotchal area. However, so the fallout no from doctor. Captain America has started to play out on S.H.I.E.L.D. So, so many spoilers right here, right now. Just Don't to, just, start singing. Okay. Just to set up um, what we're going to talk about with S.H.I.E.L.D. real quick. Dave, sorry. Oh, it's all good. So, it's by the end of Captain America, Hydra has infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D., effectively destroying it from within. Mm-hmm. Um, Shield is starting to decay from the outside, uh, from the inside out. Um, Nick Fury has faked his death, and Captain America has gone off grid with the Falcon to search for the Winter Soldier. And uh, and Black Widow has gone effectively off grid after giving a scathing um, uh, congressional testimony about that you'll always need us, you can't shut us down. Um, uh, I'm gonna go have a body now. I was gonna say, no. What's Nick? What's Nick Fury's second in command? Uh, Maria Hill uh, implies got a job working for Stark. Yeah, Maria Hill. Uh, I love time. that Gary Shandling's um, senator uh, pops back up as an agent of Hydra. I Can was we like, talk about how badly Gary Shandling is aging? Oh my god! You mean just sagging? You mean just fighting the war against gravity? How it, old is he now? No, it's just got to be his age. He's yeah. not, He's put on a lot of weight, and he hasn't stayed out of the sun. That's all I'm gonna say. He's old. You're allowed to do that shit when you get old. Face That's... like a leather handbag. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. That did make me laugh that he popped back up as an agent as of that was, And that's why he's against Iron Man. That's why he was trying to get, like, the Iron Patriot under control. I'm going, it literally is hashtag it's all connected. I'm like, holy hashtag shit. It's all connected. Okay, you know what I will say about Iron Man 3 is it has one of my favorite gag lines of all time. His password. But or yes. hammer rocks. With, with an, an X. X. <laughs> Just and then, then just the Robert Downey eye roll where you're like, ah, Jesus. Um, so then, Shield, sorry. so then, yeah, Captain America happens, and I'm, I'm a, I, I've been watching Agents of Shield. I'm, I'll admit, I'm not. There are times I'm not incredibly um, impressed. I'm not with invested this. in Agents of Shield. Um, for you, I'd recommend binging. Binge. 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 So, so that's for you. I recommend binging. Um, for me, it was always nice to see that they pulled in um, what I thought was Luke Cage, but ended up no. spoilers. Uh, Luke Cage ended up being Deathlock. Uh, Deathlock. Um, they wow. grab, they, they have the, uh, yeah. they have the time. They're digging deep. Who's the, the new villain that just did the reveal on a while ago? Uh, well, you're probably thinking Clock King from Arrow, but, uh, Graviton. That's what I was thinking. Um, 
like really fucking graviton. I mean, guess what he controls. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, they've kind of been pulling from like the 70s obscure. I love it. Mm-hmm. If you have been following our Twitter, and I'm looking at you, Dub, as well, I, I described the Deathlock cover that's in my head for the rest of my life. And I actually posted it uh, where he's going through the, the um, foil embossed like cables. And it was the 90s reboot of, of Deathlock. Can't keep nerding out about uh, That I remember buying at a comic store in Lemon Springs. I mean, it was that in the Glow in the Dark Ghost Rider number 15 with a uh, 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 cover art by Max Texiera. I remember this crap because I'll die. Um, so I'll just keep talking about S.H.I.E.L.D. while uh, Deb relieves herself. Um, no edit points, guys. Um, so you're left wondering what's going to happen to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Now that Shields, oh, and the post-credit scene—I really hate to ruin this for people—but the post-credit scene of um, okay. Captain America, and you're gonna like this as kind of an old-school fan. Uh, you see Baron Strucker walking around, monocle and all. That was actually what I was gonna ask—is like, oh, you're talking about Hydra? Is Baron Strucker around? And he they... pops up and he says, uh, "Shield Hydra, it's two sides of a coin that's not currency anymore." He goes, we've got bigger fish to fry, and he walks past Loki's scepter. And you're like, whoa, Hydra's got Loki's scepter. And he goes, yeah, this is the age, and I love this. This is completely uh, Joss Whedon written. You can tell. He goes, this is the age of miracles, and there's nothing more terrifying than a miracle. Cut to two cells where someone's running around with super speed, and there's another weirdly like telekinetic girl using like purple so bolts. Quicksilver and the twins. The as, twins. Yeah, as, they tease them um, as the twins. So it's like one of those like interesting like because they can't say Marvel Studios can't say mutant. They can't say mutant because uh, Fox, Fox has, has got the rights X-Men. with X Men. So they have to be some kind of like genetically bred mm-hmm. what or whatever they experimented on using the Loki Pokey stick. Um, so obviously they're going to break continuity. Their father will not be involved in these films. Not legally, no. <laughs> um, I, I wonder if they'll take shots and just like hint. Well, it was one of those where like the joke between Singer and Whedon was like, who's going to get to Quicksilver first? Who's going to reveal what? You know, film. You know the this. You know the um, the leaked photos from shoots on Avengers Two versus. Uh, 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 Days of Future, Future Past, Past and yeah. all that. So, and then you've got Sony talking about building up a Spider-Man universe. And it's like, yeah, sweet Jesus. Good luck with that, Sony. Uh, they're little, already talking they're Sinis- little, they're Sinister Six and a Venom spinoff. They're a little late to the dance. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to see the Sinister Six. I think Amazing Spider-Man 2 looks no well, you and I both, amazing. you and I were both big fans of Amazing Spider-Man. Like mm-hmm. I said, we liked it much And the better. more I we see the Rhino, the, the happier I am. Yeah, like I said, we like the Andrew Garfield, quippy Spider-Man. And you know, who's, you know who the Rhino is? Yeah, it's Paul Giamatti. John Adams himself. <laughs> Damn it, Doug. Start giggling now. Okay, sorry. Moving on so we can actually get through some things before we leave. Yeah. Uh, a few of our favorite comics are now on a new show. Welcome to Silicon Valley. Uh, oh, Silicon, Silicon Valley? Valley? Yeah. yeah. Don't be a dick, dick. So Silicon Valley... Um, is it's Kamel Nanjiani that Kamel Nanjiani, T.J. Miller, Thomas Middleditch, who was on the other guys. Yeah, um, he plays the the snarky um, he was art art guy, uh, not the one that says I'm gay on a shirt, but the other one. Um, no, thank you. But there's uh, it's 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 I watched the the pilot and it is. 
fucking hilarious. It's all about I'm surprised they people found that, somebody that could rein T.J. Miller in. Well, as long as he didn't have to put in his, like, you know, audition with an actual bear. Like he did Hollywood, for Yogi. like I said, Hollywood legend now. Well, now that, like, T.J. Miller's had brain surgery, like, he seems to be a bit better. A little bit, a little bit more calm? For the most part, unless he's on DLM. Denver, yeah! Um, whenever he's around Pete Holmes, basically. Uh, uh, no, he wasn't reined in on At Midnight very well, was he? No. No, he kept pulling out the chicken salad sandwich. <laughs> oh, what a glorious episode. So tell me a little bit more about the pilot. So, uh, Silicon Valley is about, I mean, basically Silicon Valley. It's uh, the computer um, industry part of California. The premise is that this guy um, who works at, I think it's like Doodly or something, it's it's it kind of like Google and Amazon. It's basically Google yeah. and Amazon. Um, he is working on this app for, um, to like, if you play music into it, it'll tell you if you're infringing on another band or whatever. Okay. But his, like, algorithm for um, compression MP3 analy- like analysis and stuff, and you watch it, I'm kind of like, yeah, that actually would change like, the face of technology, like, what, if he did what he did, like, I'd be like, yep, that'd be a billion, a billion dollar idea. idea. Um, and basically the premise is, he is at first caught between, um, uh, one guy who's saying, I will buy your thing for, like, 20 million dollars, or the other guy who goes, I'll only pay you 200,000, but you own 95% of your company. Okay. Um. So it's money now or money later. And, and control of the, the product. Um, and that would be the Thomas Middle ditch. Um, T.J. Miller kind of plays a Mark Zuckerberg on crack um, version, that makes sense. where Odd. they they have like if you've seen Social Network, like he has like the house because of the incubator, and he's got all the programmers, and he owns like five percent of everything they're working on, like Nip Alert, an app that'll tell you how close women uh, with expo- or uh, popping nipples are to you. Um, <laughs> I get that for ninety nine cents. Um, of course you would. Of course I would. Um, but being that my nipples have nerve damage, I'm always nipping, so it doesn't really matter. Um, I'm going to leave that one alone. So what happens when you pierce your nipples with safety pins using cocaine as an uh, anesthetic? I remember that story. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the teenage years. Mm-hmm. You know, you just pierce yourself for fun. Uh, so, but just wanted it's, to feel, it's, Doug. It's fantastic. It's like, it's like a funny crude um, social network. Okay. Um, I, I, there's only been one episode at the time of recording. I was like, damn. Uh, and you know how much I love the IT crowd, so I mean, if they can make... You'd li- you'd, yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd like Silicon Valley, and I'll... Said, Computer um, broken! How is it broken? Ping-pong <laughs> noise! Um, uh, Nick Frost and Chris O'Dowd are going to be working on something called the Cuban Holiday or something. So that ought to be interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um, we have a few short things to, to discuss before we move on to our finishing bits. Guar. We would be remiss. And this is kind of what I wanted to do, uh, if anyone has them other than me in the room. Um, that we were remiss uh, a week ago that we did not talk about um, Odorus Arungus's, um death. Um, Guar m- may not have been like a driving force in my life. But I mean, but I, I saw him a handful of times. Always New Year's Guar. Eve. I'm uh, assuming you've seen Guar. Oh, yeah. yeah. Always had a change of clothes in the car whenever I'd see him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guar juice. Wear a white t-shirt. Yeah, wear a white t-shirt. Um, you know, or uh, I, I wanted to post. I didn't. I didn't think about it quick enough to post the scene from Empire Records, 
Um, Mark, you love Guar. Why don't you join the band? And now you must die. Yeah. You play a pretty mean guitar. Too bad you must die. And they feed him to the Guar. Um, obviously, Guar has had an impact. Whether I always thought of it as one of those bands you have to see at least once. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very I much so. Yeah, I, I, I would tell people that who hadn't seen a lot of shows, it's like you should see Guar. Um, but they, you know, heavily influenced. Well, weirdly, did not have a influence band called Lordy, who I like. Um, but once again, kind of a monster band. Um, they were more influenced by uh, Alice Cooper, but I mean, they dress like monsters, and that's Lars' whole thing. Their whole shtick. Um, I love to see them. Sing them. Um, you know, Sod- uh, um, Sodom Agogo and uh, This Toilet Earth mm-hmm. uh, were probably d- defining albums in my high school years. Um, it so was I just like. Got what- Pope on a Rope stuck in my head. Pope on a Rope. Oh. Uh, my mine's a bit more. Uh, I, I prefer like uh, immortal, um, uh, uh, immortal destroyer, and I could have the more metally songs as opposed. Well, no, the misadventures of Mister Skullhead Face was always good. Um, Jello Biafran. Yeah, Jello Biafran Skullhead Skullhead Face. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the the influence that they had, you know, whether it was apparent or not. Um, was massive. It's what we listened to when we wanted to take a break from the seriousness of, say, Slayer. Like, we didn't really want to, you know, it's like, okay, this is a little heavy, let's we have some fun, like, let's listen to Guar um, before we got into Macabre. So, or Macabre. 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 Um, Please sound whiter. But, uh, it was funny because they had, uh, Gibby Haynes of uh, Butthole Surfers was on uh, The Daily Show about, um, some document, or some book he just put out. Um, about the the punk scene in, in the like I think early eighties, and it was the day that he had uh, that uh, Otis had died and he had Guar written on his arm, and my mom's like, "What is Guar?" And I'm like, "Oh, are you in for a treat? Let's your go to poor, the you. Like I said, your let's poor go mother, to the YouTube. Like I said, your poor mother gets so much, you know, almost of the overlap of stuff between you and I." Or I'll text you something random, and your poor mom has to hear you rant about it for twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Or I'm like, hold on, I gotta make a call because yeah, you just said something wrong about Batman, or I need to make a joke about Batman with his dick out or something. So um, we were remiss, and I don't know. Like I said, like I mean, you guys have said, like you know, don't or, or wear a white T-shirt, or mm-hmm. um, you know, they guys have seen him at least once, and I, I guarantee you, probably if you have to like put it, I don't put Guar and. Probably what top ten shows just sure, at a sheer mm-hmm. entertainment value. Yeah, sheer entertainment value. And they went um, out of their way to uh, to put on a show. a show. Yeah, I mean they were they were theater rock. They were mm-hmm. theater metal. That's like, not a show you passively go to and listen to the music. You are no, you don't hang out attention. in the back. You don't you don't hang out by the bar and have the music happening behind you. Unless you're me and Rob, but yeah. I'm sorry, I'm now stuck on Gibby with John Stewart. Was he coherent? Yeah, that's impressive. Mm-hmm. It's the man that he looked, looks like Thurston Moore in another ten years. Wow. Yeah. That's scary. Like, yeah, I they're both just like kind of tall, gangly, awkward. Um, I can't remember the name of the book he put out, but it's about this this um, punk venue that I guess John Stewart used to work at. Um, the Village. I don't want to say the Village Grove, then that's not right. Internet correct us, but um, some and it was like. They had, like, the, the butthole servers would get, like, kicked off stage, or get yanked off stage, because they had, like, For setting fire breathers, and, and, yeah, naked women, and it's like, they're like, yeah, but this is, that's the scene, it was just, you know, the, the, the hard edge, the hardcore, mm-hmm. and probably the upcoming straight edge scene with, um, um, Ian McKay and, and all that. Yep. Um, 
But that West Coast hardcore scene where shit was just fucking nuts. So, good segue to that. You fin- have you finished the Brazilian suffrage mix? Yes, I did. And um, I, I don't have um, much of the, the, the track list on, uh, in front of me. You're going to have uh, to give a little background, Doug. The full name of the mix was Brazilian Suffrage in the Time of Great Electrical Progress. Um, of course, I think of a um, Bukowski-esque esoteric title because, yeah, it's me. Um, and basically, the, the premise of the mix uh, from the first couple words, Brazilian Suffrage, was that uh, I wanted to have Jets Brazil and uh, Suffrage City by David Bowie on it. Um, and then in terms of great electrical progress, it's a lot of, um, some, uh, you had like Jesus and the Mary Chain on there. Um, and then I wanted to really progress this girl's, uh, musical taste because she's 21. Um, you have somebody at some point be like, you should listen to this. Well, I got her into Electric Six and she goes, what else can you get me into? And I'm like, oh, hold on to your hats, tiny girl. Because it's got, I remember it's got Queen Adrena, uh, the aforementioned David Bowie, and Jess Brazil. There's some Jawbreaker, of course. Um, I'm to think. Uh, Electric, uh, Electric Six, some new, no, no, no Electric Six. Um, but no, eh, I can't remember. Uh, there's some Broken Bells on there. I got her into Broken Bells. Um, it's all sorts of really great stuff. Which, by the way, Doug, new birthday tradition. You got four months to put together the birthday mix. Start I'll working on it. I'll four months now. Yeah, you have four months. Start working on it. Hmm. I'll have to find our blog that was the track list for the old one, so I don't repeat myself. That one had a really, really long name, too. It was... It's the physical copies around here someplace. Parisian nostalgia and new ways to look at things, or whatever it was. was, I think of Bukowski-esque titles, like, Mm -hmm. for everything. Or Neil Gaiman, it's like, The Mix, or blah, 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 blah. Last uh, last note on the whiteboard before our last few segments. Someone's got a new crush. Well. What? Oh. Worst yeah. crush. It shouldn't be new crush. It should be well, worst crush. You can't blame him for the crush either. That... It doesn't matter if she's dressed as a kissogram on Doctor Who. doesn't matter if she's shaved bald as uh, Nebula in Guardians of the Galaxy. And it... <laughs> with the short hair on At Midnight. Karen Gillan. I will see Oculus just because I want to make out with her. I don't want to have sex with her. I just want to make out with her. I, I just want to have like a quiet, intimate. You want to hold hands, passionate... watch uh, Lilo and Stitch, and make out with her. <laughs> I like Lilo and Stitch. I know that's uh, why Lilo I said Stitch it. Lilo and Stitch is one of the most awesome Disney films out there. Right? Uh, it's when he like builds a city, and she's like San Francisco, impressive, and he goes, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Love that. Like I said, you're gonna you want to watch Lady <coughs> Stitch hold hands and make out with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Internet. She's a redhead and she's got a Scottish accent. That's that. That I got type. <laughs> on to I was gonna say on to the corrections department. Internet told me I'm wrong. Doug, uh, to the computer. Um, the last name on the kind of antagonistic family of Veronica, of Veronica Mars was Kane. Um, yeah, I, I, I believe I forgot it was the Kane family. Um. Hepsburg syndrome was the imaginary disease from Run, Run Fat Boy, Boy Run. Run. Uh, ah, you, ah. You, you, did, you did correct this internet, but it was a joke when I said McGregor syndrome. Um, and then we were talking about uh, uh, Serenity being uh, 10, years 10 years old. old. We were close. It's actually 9 years old. It came out in 2005. And that was it. Thank you, internet. Thank you, internet. 
On to mistakes I made this week. It is finally starting to be summerish here. Apparently not just in time for you to get your scarf. I was gonna say, but I've forgotten that I need to put sunscreen on when I got out of the shower before I get dressed because I put sunscreen on after I'd gotten dressed, and as I was walking to work, my purse strap pulled my shirt over just enough for me to get a nice sunburn around my bra strap. Thank you, thank you, son. Fuck you, Daystar. Sorry, I can't relate. Shut up. What is one called? The death ball in the sky or something? Something along those lines. Doug, you, you lost something this week. Didn't I you? think I did. That's my mistake. I don't know what happened to my Weeping Angels shirt. I think we all know, uh, based on the Who episode, I'm a huge Doctor Who fan. I was going to wear my uh, Cyberman shirt, because it's a while since I've More worn it. Yeah. Um, I tend to steadily rotate in the, that new Thor shirt, because everyone seems to like it. And uh, the Gremlins um, Electric, Electric Six shirt, shirt, which the girls at Burger King seem to really, really like. Um, too bad they were 12. Um, Doesn't that sound like a line from an Electric Six song? That Gremlin shirt that the girls from Burger King really like. Yep, that could have come off a of flashy. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this is Gremlins is in the, the Joe Dante film, Gremlins. Uh-huh. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, but it's the actual Gremlin, it's not a Mogwai. It's an okay. actual Gremlin. Um, could actually be, what did they call him, Spike? Was that the... Stripe. Stripe was the first one, Spike was the second one. Spike was when they got like smart, started seeing yeah. show tunes. Got it. Um, Stripe had the white mohawk in the first uh, it's, one. It's Stripe then, yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm going to have to go hunting for it. I hope, I mean, where would I have lost a Weeping uh, Angel shirt? Your, you didn't throw it away with your old backpack, did you? No, because I rarely would take off my shirt and put it in a backpack. I mean, I don't do anything without a shirt on. Crazy. No, no, just shame. Oh. Hmm. And Dave, you suffer from a lot of the same problems that both of us do, where you have a job that makes you interact with the general public. Yeah, but I can't get <laughs> into details. That's how about this? People HIPAA are, violations. How about this? People are dumb. That's putting it mildly. And you and I have had the conversation before where I'll ask you something and you start with the lowest common denominator questions and I'm like, I did all the stupid things already, Doug. I need you to kick the knowledge up a notch. I'm Doug. Oh, I meant Dave. Sorry, I can't have you in the same room. Oh, sorry, I mean it's it, it's part one of those things. No, that, it's, like, it's your training. You start with the lowest common the, denominator. You you learn that. Start with dumb. The right answer is usually the easiest, most obvious. Uh, Whatever you call tech support, first thing I'm gonna say is that you turn it on, turn it back off, do the reset. Is it a power outage? In my case, um, that, I talked someone through. I didn't think my computer was broken because the lights were out. Is it an high ten issue? Not a goddamn moron. <clears throat> well, I don't, yeah, the thing I don't was, miss the, being part of the IT crowd. No, but uh, the thing was with you is that yes, I try to Q-tip. <laughs> I have. I don't know what you do, but it's not going to beat what's going on in my head right now. That's it. Uh, I have water stuck in my ear. When you need tech support for the human body, you have problems. You've been running in it for however many years. You've well, been Dave, it doesn't come with a manual. Oh. Yes, it does. It comes with a lot of different manuals. The human body? Yeah. So I don't many different know manuals. Manual. Oh, it's Grey's Anatomy, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a fucking. Sh- Jesus Christ. That's the name of the book, too. Yeah, well, yeah, the, the book is fine. The show so is fine. Oh, yeah, I wasn't talking about the show. Story. I was talking about the okay. book. Okay, I think this is the Fork logo. and the Lung. Times a factor, Lois. <laughs> look up the words fork and the word love. I don't think. Times a factor, Lois! 
Okay, moving on to our last piece of business, social contract, asshole. I get that I work in a sports bar. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. I have the problem with walking to and from work and the idiots on the street screaming about their sports team. Woo! Woo! The Broncos! Yeah, Broncos! Woo! Yeah! No, now it'd be Rockies? Right now it'd be Avalanche, because Avalanche are doing Avalanche. really well. Rockies well, just started, and they're doing so-so. problem is, too, that we it's live in Denver, where it's not just the local sports teams. There's so many transplants that... But it's like, I mean... And then that causes conflict, because you do have the fans of the local sports teams getting into it and butting heads with the fans of the... Well, like I said, it's, it's FU sports... It's, it's, it's FU sports fan. I should be able to walk home without the drunk idiot four hours after the game screaming about it. I want to go to the F alternate reality fans. where people like me are the norm. And you just have people outside going, No, the Hulk wouldn't have fight. No, I'd be Superman. Actually, you know what? You and I had our I equivalent to that. that too. No, Wonder Woman versus Star Sapphire, go! We had our equivalent to that, though, where I called you on my birthday when the Ben Affleck casting had been announced, and I had a 20-minute rant. I still don't understand your issue with that. Name one Batman that's... One actor that's picked up Batman that seemed... Before the before the films seemed appropriate for the role. I have issues. That seemed appropriate. Yeah, like it Christian is not you could, so much the appropriate for Christian the role Bell, as I, I have had so of, many. Michael roles. Keaton had to prove himself. Val Kilmer so didn't. Was a good Bruce Wayne, but I can see where people were like Val Kilmer coming off. Of, George Clooney is not going to talk about. Like I said, I have so many I issues George with Clooney Ben Affleck. I think George Clooney is more hamstrung by a, by Joel Schumacher than yeah. anything yeah. else in the script. It was by Joel Schumacher. The bat skates were, as soon as I saw that, with check please, I wanted dog. I really so want Ben Affleck to just try and hang up as an actor and stick to directing. And you know what? He totally fucked up town anyways. What? He changed he the end town. of the oh, movie! Okay, I didn't read the book. Turns out it's a city. It's like the, the village, movie. but not. The end of the book, he didn't get the girl. It was a very... But have you seen Argo? Argo, fuck yourself. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. Executive producers, Deb Barnett and Doug Nickberg. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and BACN Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for listening to the BACN. You're at home for Almost Bacon and Banjo!